Savage. And I'm Claudia F. Savage. And, and we're thick in the throat, honey. The podcast where parent artists share how to fit art making into their already full lives. Inspirational quickies in under 30 minutes. Betty Watson with uh-huh. Edwin Harper. Edwin just died too, and so um, and so I grew up on the same block as uh, wow. as the Pointer Sisters and uh, um, uh, the Watson family. Both families were both ministers and stuff, so we all grew up together. June and, uh, and my sister uh, Emma were like really good friends, and uh, mm-hmm. and then my other sister and my brothers and stuff were. And I had the biggest crush on on uh, on Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia Watson, man, that girl was fine. I just went, you know, I go, I see her. You know, I lost a girlfriend like that named Lucille Larson. I was like, I was like the dance, you know. You go like, it was like, you know, I go way back, man. So I'm like at the dance, you know. She says, and I got my student body card, you know. And I paid my dollar fifty for, you know, three dollars for her, you know, dollar fifty for me and dollar fifty for her to get in the dance, right, you know. Right. And so. You go to the dance and it was time to dance, man. You know, and uh, it's like I had chicken out on the dance, so I lost Lucille. Aww. Never, never saw her again. You know, she was like, man, she was the bomb. You know what I mean? And I was just like, that was like. It cracks, it cracks me up to think about like I can't even well for me yeah, I don't even right. those Luc- high school boys weren't worth yeah. it. Lucille Larson was <laughs> Lucille I don't know. Lucille. Yeah, Lucille man, damn, you know. But you know, and until so I got this, I got this bass, you know. Yeah. And then so I said, well, you know what? And I, I found this book. It was a Mel Bay book, old Mel Bay book. And so I went through this thing as like. We were talking about arpeggios. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, and they had a little number things on it. You know, and I started playing these kind of things like that. I was going, oh, this is kind of pretty cool. You know, like because it got my hands like knowing where where to go. And then so I said, and then I remember, I said, I talked to my mom about you know getting a upright bass. You know, because I started cello in between, and then I upright bass, and then, and she said, "Well, we could see about you know renting one, you know." Yeah. And so I get this thing, and it's like you know all the cats are out, of the, out by the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You." Yeah. It's, it's like the trumpet all over again <laughs> with the bow. Yeah, right. And my mom was like, "Oh my god." What did I do? You know, and then, and then all of a sudden it started started sounding like, right, You got something. <laughs> you got something to work with now. You know, and so and so I took this. I went to I went went to a, this college called Merritt College, and I had this this teacher. I can't remember her name, and I had this teacher, and I was going, damn, if this is what it is playing music. I would not even play because oh. it was just she was just like so mm. monotone, so boring. Right. You know, it was yeah. at Merritt College, 
And I said, man, and then somebody said, hey, man, you ought to check out this school, man. There's this cool school called Laney. They got this music department, man. It's got this guy, Ed Kelly and Dave Meridian, and, but his main guy is Elvo Diamante. He wrote a book called All About Chords, but he, oh. he used to hang out with Cannonball and oh. people like that, and he was this, this Italian guy, great guy, and um, died in Russia a few years ago, but he was like, um, I, I'd go back every time and I'd go by and see him. Wow. And, mm -hmm. uh, he was unbelievable. He was the guy who got me playing with the bow and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I was walking across the room. I had my electric bass going to, big, going to the uh, jazz band. And he goes, hey, uh, we need a bass player. And I says, uh, no. I says, uh, uh, this is a concert band. And mm -hmm. I said, I, and he says, uh, I said, I don't have upright. He goes, um, oh, no, we got like three or four of them back here in the closet. He says, uh, go and grab one of those. And so he says, well, it's the same strings, E-A-D-G, mm -hmm. you know, tune up and everything. And he says, he said, this is called the butler bow. They called the German bow that time the butler bow. And he says, um, look at man, you just, you know, you just, here is first position, just do that. He says, we're going to be doing this little piece right here. He says, oh, you, you, read, you read all right? And I said, yeah, I read so, so. He said, okay, play like that. And he says, next thing you know, band. I was in the freaking orchestra <laughs> that day from my whole time in college there. That's great. And, and, yeah. and like that. And then it's just like, yeah. I mean, I'm just so indebted to him, you know. That's so yeah. great. Elbow he just, Diamante. He's like, you could do it. Oh, you yeah. Just get in yeah. here and do it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's great. And that was just like a little short thing. Uh -huh. He didn't try to make anything complicated. Right, right. You know, he just said, you know, just play this thing right here. You know, he didn't go into no theory about it, but he, but he was also the great... Uh, comp uh, composition teacher. Uh, he's my. Uh, I did two years composition with him, and uh, um, but he was a, a great, uh, great teacher. Very enthusiastic teacher. I mean, he was like on fire. He made you want to play. Mm -hmm. I mean, he made guys would come in and go like, "Hey, check out this chord I just put together." Elbow. He says, uh, for "French horn and trumpet, trombone," and he played. He says, "Wow." And he would go like, oh, I love how you're using that flat nine, you know, mm -hmm. and, and blah, 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 you know, and, and, you know, I mean, he was great, but, so you know, great. but, you know, uh, and I had some, some really good guys I went to school with, yeah. you know, because at Berkeley High School, uh, I also had, you know, good classmates that were like, uh, let's see, Lenny Pickett went there, you know, with, who was with Tower Power, who's now right. on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Yeah. Um, then there was... Um, uh, Mike Wolf was a year before me, who was the musical director for um, Arsenio Hall show. And then there was, um, you know, Benny Green went there, but he's younger than me. Benny, uh, Peter, Apple, uh, Peter Applebaum, um, uh, Joshua Redman, because I used to play with his father, Dewey Redman, mm -hmm. and he, he, went, he went to Berkeley High School too. And he also went to Ali Bakan School of Music, and I went to Ali Bakan for a little bit in uh, Indian school over in San Rafael. Sounds like you just grew up and as a young man so were much. surrounded by so many people oh, and, and all kinds of music and good yeah good good people mm. and just music mm. everywhere mm. let's fast forward a bit now um what do you what are some things you're doing right now i know you just had a 
big ESP release. But I'm playing with you. That's well, one you playing with me. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And I'm going on tour with you. Are we, we're going <laughs> on tour. That's right. That's Hennepin right. Jazz Festival, yeah, May 12th. Right. May 12th. Yeah. Uh, so okay. we'll we'll be down right. in uh, Sacramento, Sacramento and, and, and the zone in Corvallis. And, yeah, and yeah. we're still working on getting a few things. In Chico, yeah. yeah. But uh, so we're doing that. I'm very happy. Right, doing right, that. Right. Playing with you and Tim. I was going to say you and Tim DeRoche uh-huh. and, and Tolan uh, McDonald's. Tolan McDonald's just have have an album out, right? On ESP. Yeah, it's great. Album, I was listening to it. Oh, did you get to hear that? Yeah, oh, okay. You well, gave me yeah. a copy at our gig last oh, oh, week. Okay. okay, yeah, and Andre, we're gonna put all the we, we always, you know, we put everything mm-hmm. up like everywhere. Right, right. Yeah, to well, it. I got this one in the can that I'm trying to get together with that's the one with Lori Golston, Tim, and myself, and a good friend of mine that I recorded in Europe with um, on the Hat Hut Records with George Sams on trumpet fugorn. Uh-huh. So, so we did that as a quartet live at the, the uh, Montevilla. And we're recording this right now in Montevilla. So here we are. Oh, this is Montevilla. This area? is Montevilla. Oh, Technically, okay. this is Montevilla. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's our neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. It's Montevilla. So you guys got a lot of people out this way. I think Mary Sue just moved out this way. Yeah. Mary it's, Sue's out here. Um, Ryan Mar. Ryan Mar's is uh, yeah, Jason neighborhood a little uh, further east, but he is, he's out in this way. Yeah. So okay. a lot of people. Yeah. Montevilla. It's the it's the it's Portland. The, it's the place. It's like the only affordable. And it, it spot is, and it is left in inner yes, Portland. Mount, Mount Tabor know. Village. Oh, it's Mount Tabor down here, right up there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're yeah. The, or well, the flats, know, as we like to call it. We're in the flats. Right, right, Well, this then this is kind of like also because I live in North Portland, mm-hmm. and so I live. I don't live in the the inner North Portland. Uh, I live kind of like in the outer North Portland, uh, like off of Killingsworth. But then there's like the Kenton area, which right. is kind of. And then I teach in the deep, deep part, you know, of uh, um, of North Portland, because I'm down there in Pheasanton, down mm-hmm. there in, in the Columbia Villa, you know. So I'm like, right. I'm in the villa down that way. So, but um, uh, that's kind of probably the last affordable place in that in side North of town. Portland. Probably like it's over here, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we do have this record coming out and, and on Hat Hut. Uh, did you say on Hat Hut Records? Well, I did. I did uh, Nomadic Winds on Hat Hut okay. with George Sams and India Cook and Tony Doctor uh, Anthony Brown uh, on drums, uh, who is the founder of the Afro Asian Orchestra. Uh, he's half Japanese and half Afro American, mm-hmm. but he has a Afro Asian orchestra that I think had John Jang and Francis Wong and mm-hmm. people like that. Mark Izu, Louis Jordan, Louis Jordan, alto player. But anyway. Uh, but we recorded, but the trumpet player on that record, we played in several groups together. Uh, uh, we recorded on Hannah, but he's, but I brought him out from St. Louis to mm-hmm. play in Montevilla last year. Okay. And so we recorded that live. And so I'm trying to get that together. And oh, I've seen that. some clips of that on YouTube. Yeah, right, right. right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Andre, yeah. about how many albums have you yes. made in your life? Like, you know what? I don't it's know. Just, it's, it's, it's probably dozens, right? I, I, I don't know. Because, you know, I'll tell you why. Because there's some stuff that I know I've done a lot of recordings, mm-hmm. but what's out there, I don't know. And that's like a bad business thing probably, uh, like, because, you know, I mean, I mean, because, I mean, I was, ne- I was never, a le- never a leader uh, uh, right. other than right. co-leader on this one and, and leader on this other one. Right. And uh, I did one on Inner City Records with um, Gregory James, I do know that one, with uh, Barry Schumann from New York. That was that we were kind of like the up and coming 
Gregory James, you were on tour with him when you guitar came to Oregon, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Well, you, you knew about that, huh? I knew about yeah, that yeah, for yeah. some reason, yeah. Well, you you yeah. got some big bios out there. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so yeah. With, with that group, we were kind of like the up-and-coming yeah. new young kids that were coming up. There's big. That was our biggest label that we were on. Inner City mm-hmm. was kind of a... You know, Jeff Lorber was on that label and yeah. people like that. Chick Corea did a couple of things. I've like got that. some Dexter yeah. Gordon, Jackie McLean on Inner City. Yeah, right. Like that. So yeah, we're on that so label. Cool. You know, so, but there's a lot of things I did. Some stuff with Julius Hemphill that was recorded live. Um, I some, some stuff with um, the Dialectical Sound Ensemble, which was a kind of a the West Coast version of the Chicago, uh, the, the Art Ensemble Chicago yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, so... I was playing more free music or more free improvised or free jazz, whatever you want to call it at that time, more than I was playing straight ahead or bebop. And so and bebop and all that stuff kind of came in like like kind of in the middle of that because I got, you know, kind of like, oh, okay, well, somebody called you a gig, you know four. Well, I don't really know that tune, but I should probably learn it. So I learned it, and then I started getting calls for playing, you know, some right. straight ahead gigs. And then, right. but then I was still playing with free cats, you know, and so I had that kind of mixture, you know, you know. But um, then I was in a guy. And I was playing the Richmond Symphony for a while, and then, um, but um, that's that down in the Oakland area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, but as far as recordings, I know I've done a lot of recordings. And I just don't know, right? You know, right. but but if we talk about labels, I can talk about some of those. Oh I mean, some of the right. the record labels right. that I want. Right. But but right. there's there's a little a lot of independent labels. Yeah. Because I ran into Audrey Akamore, who was just up here on tour, uh, out to play from a group called the Pyramids. Oh. And he says, "Hey man, uh, yeah, blah, blah, you we all hugging and kissing and everything. You know, we haven't <laughs> seen each other in a long time, and it was like beautiful." And he goes. He got the new record out and got the record. He says, "Hey man, I can put out this compilation." He says, "Uh, you're on that one." He says, "I give you a copy of it," and I'm going like, "What? Why did I do that?" You know, and this is, you know, and this is there was in in Oregon really saved my life coming to Oregon because that 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 you know because I was I was a mess, you know, substance abuse, you know, and you know, and so that's what I'm saying. So there was a lot of stuff out there I was doing and. I mean, just him telling me that that was on a record. Fuck, I didn't even know that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. honestly, you know, Andre, I like, think I think people the, the quantity that you've played. I mean, most musicians, right? Like mm-hmm. even without the substance abuse. Yeah. I mean, like musicians just, just like you, you guys just you're like sometimes. playing with all these different people. Mm-hmm. You doing stuff. Things mm-hmm. get recorded. I mean, I just think right. it's just dizzying. Right. I'm 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 exhausted by John. I don't even mm-hmm. you know he hasn't yeah. even. Right. <laughs> but you know I know you're you're right because there, there were some things that. People go, oh, remember that thing that we did at the yeah. San Francisco Fine Arts? And I'm going, no. <laughs> you know, you right, know, like when was or, that? Or Golden Gate Park or something, some some thing. I, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, people yeah. tried to tell me that, and they were telling me who was in the band, and uh, I was going like, dude, I I can't even remember who that was, you know. Right. And so yeah, like you said, there's just so many so many things. And at that time, if I would have had a child, oh, oh my mm-hmm. God, I mean, I would have been like, I would have probably been the worst father on the planet I mean because I mean I just had no concept of like you know what a relationship was was or, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was about music and about playing it was like all the women you can see and and really not having any relationship like you oh. know any 
serious bonding yes. with anybody. I mean, you know, so, you know, and I... Uh, it's every bad stereotype right. about a jazz musician that right, you know. Right. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, I had, a, I had a great girlfriend for a long time who's a, who's a great musician who's well-known by which... And, I, and she moved this way, but I won't mention her name. Yeah. But uh, we were together for a long time, played together a long time. Recorded a couple of records together, and she got pregnant, and and but she chose to have an abortion, and so um, I mean, I mean, and I know when she sees Drayden, it, it just really, she, you know, it, yeah. she has a sad point where you know, you know, we should have each other, you know, we should, you know, I still love you and that whole thing, you know, and blah yeah. blah blah, but it's. But you know, at that point, it would at that point having a child, you know, and then I'm, then I moved to Japan, and I was living in Japan for so, you know, it, you know, so and it would have been a thing of like, do I go to Japan or do I stay in this relationship or do I go to Japan and still try to stay in a relationship? Yeah. Because you know, it was always about the music was first. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And you know, so those, those kind of things. And then I got married. You know. Uh, uh, I got married and I was married for 24 years and 24 years uh, my wife at that time uh, uh, we were pregnant twice and she had two tubular pregnancies Aww. and so in the, in the Aww, and, and so the, yeah. the last one yeah. when she had the tubular pregnancy she she wanted to fight it so bad she says I'm fighting through this one we're gonna have this child we're gonna have this child and doctor says no you can't because this is, is a kill you if you're gonna do it because mm -hmm. it just it's, yeah. you can't do it. So that really, really, really mm -hmm. just messed up Karen up. She was just really so sorry. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah really I'm so yeah, sorry. Was yeah, that was that was a drag. And sorry, you know, and that and I was kind of, you know, I, I was kind of stoked on that. You know, like okay, I'm gonna have a child. Okay, and then it didn't happen. And then I told myself, and then we ended up getting a divorce. And right. then and then I just said, well, I'm never ever ever gonna get married again <laughs> never my and, mama used to always say like never ever say never because yeah, that's always right, the thing that's gonna come right, and bite you in the right, butt right <laughs> right and then so so but you know what i would have never gotten married because 10 years later so i meet drayden's mom mm -hmm. yeah and so when i meet drayden's mom she's all supportive of me being a musician and blah 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 and she's in the medical field and all that kind of whole thing and so she's really supportive of, of what i do and then one day you know, and that, so having a child was way, way not, out of, right. not in my own realm. Right. Right. I mean, it's about music. We were talking about moving to Italy and, you know, and, and blah, 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 and traveling, playing around because I am playing. I'm playing with mm -hmm. different people. I'm yep. going off, you know, in New York and I'm blah, blah, you know, so like this. And then she tells me this one day, and at her age, uh, she was uh, 42. Oh, yeah. 42. Mm -hmm. Now, she mm -hmm. already had. Drayton has two step uh, half brothers and sisters because uh -huh. she had two kids who are now, uh, I think Matt's like thirty three and yeah. and uh, uh, Emily's like thirty one or something, and so she tells me uh, I'm pregnant. I said you're what? <laughs> <laughs> she said she said what? I said no way. 
<laughs> I mean, there was no, just I'm going like right. no, I mean, you can't. It's not do possible. That. No, but no, not possible. That's biology, can't, can't, man. That's biology. biology. Yeah. She said no. The damn stick. I said, are you sure? She said it's blue. <laughs> it's, it's blue. You know. That's it. It's blue. <laughs> yeah, right. It's blue. You know. You're so just seeing blue, blue for, for weeks. So we do this final oh. doctor's thing, and they said, oh yeah, she's pregnant. And I'm going shit, man. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm really not into this. I'm not mm-hmm. really into this, especially, you know, yeah. where I'm at in music, my age and everything. And I'm going like, no way, no way. And then, uh, of course, then she's blowing up and she's like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know and, and then she tells me we got to get married. And I said, I said, look, we don't need to get married. I said, because, you know, it does, it's not based off of because you get pregnant, you get married. I mean, you wouldn't. It isn't. I thought that's how it works. But when you're a pregnant woman, you sort of well. Well, there's a lot of things that go through your mind. Well, and she sure. and she also comes from. She came from a family who was, uh, you know, her her mom and dad, who I end up meeting and knowing that are very born again Christians and oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. whole thing, and mm-hmm. you know, and and so it got to this point, and I'm going like. Oh man, come! This is can't. This is like shotgun shit. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? It's like you know what I mean? It's like, and so I break down, go against my whole thing, and get married. And that I think that was probably one of the reasons in the the whole relationship splitting because yeah. it was like not what I wanted to do. I mean, you had some. You both had to be in it, be in it as far as you know this commitment yeah, of, of yeah. marriage and yes. stuff like this. And you know, and yeah. I was fine with just being. The, the 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 mother and the father of a child. Yes. I mean, so I finally got broke down to accepting that I'm, I'm getting ready to have a child with this woman, and 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 she's like now, you know, six months, and she's like big as hell, you know, walking around, and then you know, and, you know, and it then, does happen. Yeah, right, 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 right. Right. We do like right. to you know eat a little ice cream when we're pregnant, right? right, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and then of course when that happens, you know, you start thinking about your music you know you start thinking about like what does this mean i mean like what is it you know where am i going mm-hmm. or, or what is this what kind of effect is going to have on me mm-hmm. or you know does this mean i have to get a freaking regular job i mean like working for maytag or some shit you know <laughs> you know you know you know or, yeah. you know something like that you know what I mean? you know the maytag man right you know, Don't do it. right right Don't you know it's like maytag with a little hat on a little car you know drive around putting in people's fucking refrigerators and washing machines and shit you know i'm going like oh man okay so you know, because you know, you got to make ends meet now. Right. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. We know. So, it gets, gets weird yeah. to have a kid. Yeah. So, and, uh, so that, so then it comes to the point, you know, going to these birthing classes and stuff like this. And I'm going like, God dang, man, this is like, something's not right. You know what I mean? This is not right. Why is this happening to me now? You know, because you're thinking like, you're starting to feel like, is this payback? You know, like you know, it's like <laughs> right. it's like you know, life coming. You know, like get you back. It's like what, what's going on here? And then so you uh, then it, you know, I'm, so I'm doing my gig. Yeah. And I'm playing at Atwaters. I'm playing the Mel Brown Trio. And then um, I get a phone call, and it's the uh, bartender says, uh, 
I mean, you know, up on the 40th floor up there at Atwater. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that place. Up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get a phone call. Yeah. And it's, I said, he says, hey, your, your, uh, your wife is on the phone. I said, oh, okay. So I said, what's up? She goes, uh, my water just broke. And I said, <laughs> your what? Your water broke. She says, I said, I'm coming right now. She says, no, 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 I'm all right. She said, just just finish the game. She, she, she's, <laughs> she's her third kid, yeah, right. she's relaxed. Yeah, she's just, I mean, you're on the 40th right, floor. Right, right, it takes right, days right, to get right, down right, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she says, oh, no, just take... I said, no, no, no. I said, Mel, I said, I said Elaine's uh, water just broke. He says, oh, man, go. He says, mm-hmm. don't, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll just finish off and do it. I, I left my base there, and I just said, hey, if anybody wants to play it, go ahead. You know? oh so gosh. I get there... Of course, we get so Meg, who is this is a weird story. I don't know. Can I tell the story? Is it got time to tell us? Or, yeah, you can what? tell the story. Okay. Yeah. Why so not? Why okay. Not? So so Meg, uh, a friend of ours, was a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Was my next door neighbor to a, a person I to Karen who I was married to ten years ago, and and her her partner was a drummer and a and a drug counselor or something like that and she was selling cars and so she decided at age 34 or something we were all in our 30s 34 or something like that she wanted to become a doctor and so Rick said well really you to become a doctor 34 years old he says he says and she says honey I'm, I'm really serious and so this says, is your neighbor, right? My neighbor. Okay. So she okay. says, she says, if you're um, serious, I think I can hold it down, you know, right. while you go to school. Right. So she goes to med school. She goes to school. And the other requirements goes to med school. Thing happens. She graduates. She gets her BA and all that kind of stuff. And she goes into the to do her thing up at Oregon Health Science and stuff yeah. like that. And she becomes a doctor okay. at age thirty nine or something. Hey man, mm-hmm. that's yeah. great. People do. If she can okay. do it. You know. So so we go. So Drayden. Uh, so we're at good at St. Vincent's. She's our doctor. You know, ah. Weird, your neighbor yeah, is yeah, your doctor. Yeah, That's uh, yeah, they, But we, we always think me and her always think kind of good friend. Uh. So this got that's Drayden's godmother. Aww, and so so uh, so I had went through all the things about birthing and how to, you know about yes. delivering yes. child. She uh-huh. says, I said I said Meg, I want to try to do this my own self. You know. Oh, and she right. said uh-huh. and she said, well I'll tell you what, uh, I'll sit in the corner. And she said, if there's any problem, I'm taking over. If there's no problem, you know, you can do it, okay? So, but but she's not dilated enough, you know, yeah, so we're yeah. walking the halls for like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, and then all of a sudden, Elaine, Elaine goes, oh, shit. And I go like, what's happening? And I see this blood come down the floor. <gasps> oh, my and, gosh. And so she goes, uh, oh, before that, she says, I got to get in the shower. I got to get in the shower. She get in the shower. She goes, oh, okay, put me back in bed. I gotta get back in bed. Oh, I gotta get back in the shower. I gotta get back in the shower. <laughs> okay, then we walk in the floor, man, and she just, this blood started dripping down. She said, oh, shit. And I said, what's happening? And I looked down, and I seen this little hairy head, you know, like that. And so we get over the thing, and, and she was getting her pushing everything, take deep breaths, you know, like that. And boom, he comes out, and I got him in my arms, man. Aww. You know, he's got, the, you know, cut the cord and tie it off, and uh-huh, uh-huh. he's got all that. Mucus stuff all on them. Yes, know? it's I, pretty. Yeah, and I'm over there washing mm-hmm. them off, and you know and the whole thing, you know, you know. So I was like, I was in heaven, man. You know, because Aww. I mean, that, at that point, I just like everything about music, just kind of like just 
didn't exist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't exist. Here's this child, you know, and I'm going like that. And I didn't think something like this would ever happen, you know, in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it so it so it happened. <laughs> so it happened. Yeah. You know. So it happened, and and then, of course, um, you know, uh, that hiatus right there for the next few years. I mean, I was playing gigs, but man, it was like oh, yeah. it You're was exhausted. like it was like mm-hmm. maybe to Eugene to Seattle. It's <laughs> as far as I was going. Right. You know, you can't you can't, you can't do, do anything. It. You know, and so that went on for like you know until that whole thing, and then I end up having them. Then then it ends up. I end up having them by myself yeah. when he's like seven, eight years old yeah, and she's out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. You know it's what I mean? Really and tough. then it's like, you know, it went to a whole nother level. It's like, you know, like, you know, hey, we were can, t- can talking you, about this before. Yeah. You were in the fire. You were yeah. in the fire when you got yeah, there. You, you like, had a different kind of fire. Yeah, I'm different. In, I'm in the infernal, baby. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, you know, single with, parent. I'm down there with Dante, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's a me, level. Me and Dante's hanging out. You know you know, so <laughs> me and my boy Dante, good friends. Same, yeah. man. You know, I'm sorry, brother, but you gonna have to hang with me. You know, <laughs> so man. you know, so it was like, yeah. yeah. So it got to that point, and then just have to try to balance and thing. And as he started getting older, I I could take a little different liberties and and gigs, yeah. like when he was 12, 13. You know, I, I, I was I was still kind of really, you know, attached because I just wanted to make sure school was right mm-hmm. and make sure he was cool. Yeah. Fourteen, it was you know I feel a little more freedom. I you know he could stay with like Robin or something like that, a friend of mine, yeah. if I went somewhere because you know uh, it was it's companionship for for her son yeah. and, and, right. and him. Yeah. And, yes. and then um, and then we lived in the same. Uh, town hall complex kind of yeah. area you know yeah and then uh so that was really cool and so and then 15 and then of course 16 we got 16 then I could actually kind of go you know because you know I showed him some things about you know you know uh preparing food and yeah. you know stuff like that and you know and then I I gave him his own little visa card you know but even when he was like eight years old i gave him his own little cell phone you know flip phone you think i was calling you know what i mean but when we got 16 i gave him his his own little visa card so that he i could kind of put money on it and he would have it so at school you know he could Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing and then as he got you know of course 16 17 you know i can he you know i can you know i'm back in the game you know what i mean you know (laughs) you know you know uh, uh, I'm way back in the game. Andre St. James. I told him the game. game. I, I said, hey, I said, Dante, brother, I'm gone. Suddenly there's yeah. not this Italian guy hanging out right, in your townhouse right, anymore. Right, right, right. Right, right. Well, yeah. But, right. 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 Well, yeah. but that, so, yeah, so, so that made it. Yeah. So now it's, it's you know, I can do things like, you know, go and play with your man. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm gonna, I know. Yeah. you know, travel around and play, which I did when, with the. With Tolum and right. and other people yeah. and, and some That's other great. things and you yeah. know, yeah. We'll have all that up. Should we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this has Andre, been great, man. Andre. Thanks, thanks for your candidness no, and yeah. heart. Oh yeah, yeah. all these yeah. things. Yeah, it was fabulous. Yeah. Talking Thank you, with man. You. Yeah, and you're you one so help pop Oh yeah, you're such a good. We'd like to thank you all again for listening and remind you that you can 
subscribe to our podcast and catch us at thickinthethroathunt.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and also look for us on all the wonderful social media channels such as Medium, where our blog is housed, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. 